knucklehead, knucklehead, knuckle, 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 knucklehead, 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 knucklehead. What's up, guys? With the Knuckleheads podcast, I'm the fanboy. I'm the hitter, and I don't like to have multiple tabs open on my computer. Maybe three, four tops. And I'm the fence rider. Welcome to the conversation. How many tabs do you guys average open on your browser? Uh, it depends. If I'm doing research, I can have like up to 15. Recording if I'm just podcast, recording the podcast, I have, well, for work, I have. For work, I four on one screen, and that's a lot. And then on the other screen, I have Slack. For the podcast. Yes, yeah, so that's not bad, though. I have six, not, I have 13 for the podcast for the first episode. <laughs> and then I have. Mm. 10 for the second episode. <laughs> but e- even when I'm like editing and doing stuff like that, like I'll have multiple tabs or if I got to download something and then convert it or whatever, as soon as I'm done, I got to close them because I constantly gravitate towards clicking the wrong tabs. I should no, just normally I close my stuff too. But when you start working in areas where you need, like I'll have a calculator open, then I'll need a browser. Uh, like I'll have a calculator and, and like an Excel sheet. And then I, I need a, another sheet to take data from one to put it in the other and then i'll need to potentially go into like our website or our internal thing take a calculation from there so like i need probably like six or seven tabs open not including slack email and calendar sales uh salesforce not that smart (laughs) yeah I i have salesforce as well but i don't it's just a lot of the the crappy thing about our system is that you can't go back. So, like, I'll open up, like, 10 versions of it because you can't... If I hit... Like, if I put in a number to a part and I hit enter, if I go back, it'll just take me back to the the home screen. So, like, mm-hmm. if you want to research a bunch of shit at the same time, you can't, like, normally go back, put in a new number. This is, like, go back, it takes you all the way to the beginning. So, we open up a lot of tabs, but... The, the one dude I work with, I remember one time his tab, he had so many tabs open that he had all his tabs were like really small. And then when I saw the arrow, it opened up to like three or four rows of tabs. That's just silly. Like, yeah, that's, that's like ridiculous. Six or 70 tabs that he just never closed. <laughs> that's that's like people having all their apps open on their phone. Oh, that's all people wonder, on their phone, and then wonder and then wonder why their phone is so slow. Why am I but um, dying? <laughs> man, but it, but if you're gonna use like the same apps or web pages, I would say pin them. Which there's no need to have. There's no need to. Yeah. So if you're pinning them, then I wouldn't consider those tabs. Those are just pins, and then you're just going back and forth like. Well, I have them pinned, but they are open, though. Like, I'm not even in the front. Like, most of them are open. Just, like, my work computer, I normally don't shut it down. Like, it's rare when I shut it down. I ju- that shit just stays on. So, like, as soon as I come in, all my shit is already open and ready to go. But in reality, I could just tab all of it on a bar and then close everything and not have to, not have to worry about it. It's just sometimes... I'm researching so many different materials at the same time that I just have so much shit open. Like I'm answering questions for 10, 15 different people on 10 or 15 different materials. You know? I remember, and it's like technical questions. So I got to have shit up in case they ask a second question. I remember when I was in college and I was dealing with like all that research shit. And one time I did not save I didn't save the websites because they didn't have pinning at the time and I wasn't bookmarking shit. And 
my computer crashed for whatever reason and right, I sure, shut sure. down and I lost everything. I didn't lose my uh, whatever I was writing because uh, Word had like that auto save or that auto like recovery shit, thankfully. But I lost all my references and I was like, motherfucker. And then it, 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 it's one of those things where you try to look for it again and you don't find it. That's that's the worst. Like when it shuts down, what you're talking about, that is annoying. But the one that will make me punch something and yell cunt at the top of my lungs is when I fucking swipe my mouse to minimize and I close the fucking browser. Uh-huh. And that shit closes everything. And it's like, no, that shit don't give you a warning. Like, you sure you want to do this? No, it just closes uh-huh. everything. And I got to fucking reopen all that uh-huh. shit and find all that shit. Because sometimes that's I don't that's... save it. Yeah, that that's the worst. And it's funny because, I mean, I think, uh, actually, I think all three of us probably run into this. When you're at home, right, you're working on a laptop. So you're using the, the, the trackpad or whatever. And then when you go to the office, you're you're working with a mouse and i always find this so different like much faster with a mouse but it sucks because the same thing happens like what you're saying like you're you're trying to move so fast that you move a little too quick or a little too far like you gotta adjust the uh the sensitivity level and shit and then you end up closing shit i don't use it for work i don't use i don't use a trackpad at all like i oh no i I love it i prefer the trackpad a podcast mouse that plugs in you know with the little the dongle that shit is slow as fuck. And then I have my work mouse, and then I have my World of Warcraft mouse. With the World of Warcraft one, dude, if you fucking like touch it, it's swiping to the corner. So when I when I go to work, I'm always that's why I keep closing shit by mistake because it's too fast. Yeah, can't handle yeah. can't handle the power. It's Actually, like, hey, didn't you just tell me yesterday you had the same issue? You swapped phone. You lost all the fucking links you had to the sofas you wanted to buy yeah i had all my tabs open for when i was shop- sofa shopping and when i switched phones i lost all the tabs you know I why i didn't bookmark any of them stupid uh, <laughs> <laughs> no because it wasn't yeah. apple if it was apple all your shit would have still been there bro all my stuff was still there but you said no, your links you, are gone. no you just yeah your links are gone they just yeah. all, those uh they're not they weren't bookmarked they were just open it doesn't web. matter they if they're bookmarked no, Apple, if you mm-hmm. open it on your phone, you could actually, op- I could open them on my computer too, whatever I had open on my phone. Yeah, it'll automatically transfer over. Uh, I don't know if I have that synced Apple or anything. Because it's better. I mean, go suck dick. I will. And my computer will remember that I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll, it'll never forget. Any hooser. The, oh, actually, before we get to the, uh, days, day. how you feeling? Fence rider? <laughs> um, I'm feeling a little better. I can move my shoulder. So, <laughs> the fanboy is a good transition. Um, I was so I'm taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes and see you lucky because you I thought you got he got into yeah it. I know <laughs> I, that's why I didn't say BJJ man. Um, so I'm taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes and I went to class on Monday and it was a, a no gi class meaning no uniform and I was going up against this Polish uh, he's like forty two-year-old guy but he's like 200 pounds solid and i'm i'm not light i'm 230 and in the middle of us tussling like uh almost like wrestling you know when they lock up and wrestling one underhook one overhook uh, one on behind the neck one under the armpit or whatever we're we're going at it and we're we're like pushing i'm trying to push my force up against his and him and him vice versa it definitely sounds I, like some bjj stuff <laughs> so i lose balance 
And I turned without letting go, and I heard, I felt like my shoulder, my pack just like rip apart. You know how when, you, uh, when you're eating chicken wings and you pull apart the, the wing from the other part, the tendon? Like I felt like that ripped, and I heard a pop. And I just fell to the floor, and I was like, fuck. He was like, ay, ay, ay. Yo, ah, he, he, was, he was like, dude something like that I, I literally just stayed on the floor and he was like he was a cool dude he was like you want me it, what is it a pop out or you want me to pop it back in so he starts like grabbing my wrist about to like pull a pull a fucking murta and shit and i'm like no, 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 no it's not that my shoulder's still in there it, it didn't get dislocated it's just i, I felt like a tear so um they they got me ice packs they put it on they helped me up uh, really, really cool people. Like they, they helped me out. They helped me to the car, and then I started driving. I was like, "Fuck, this shit sucks." Because I'm trying to hold the ice packs in place, and I'm driving. Thankfully, I live close, like maybe three, five minute drive. But I didn't want to get inside an accident. I was so mad the, late. So you said three, five minutes, three to five minutes, or thirty-five? Yeah, three to no, five. no, three, three to five. If it was thirty, thirty-five minutes, I would have been. I would have just put the hazards on and drove like that because. I I literally couldn't do anything with my right hand, and I do normally drive with my left on the wheel and my right hand on the on the on the stick, if you will, giggity. Um, but boy, it's getting central. When, central. When, whenever, like, if I got to maneuver fast, I always put both hands on the steering wheel. <laughs> now let me ask you the most important question. Yo. This this is the, the the gangbuster of the questions. Is that your wiping hand? No, I wipe with my left, so I'm well, good. Then you're good. You're good to go. Because if you put yeah. that face, lefties are the devil's minion. Dude, I was um, thinking about that too. I'm like, damn, I'm so fucking lucky. But I, wipe I went with my left too. I went to the I went to the doctor. Lefties are the devil's minion. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they got nothing to do with it. No, he he uh he goes back and forth from time to time. It depends how he feels. He likes to finger blast himself with both hands. Hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, but I went to the doctor. They took an x-ray yesterday, and I just got to wait. It seems it seems to be feeling better, but I do feel like tweaks. Like yeah. I was thinking about like a... It's going to be soft for a little while. <laughs> yeah, like so the, the fanboy and I, we're constantly like sending videos to each other, especially from like gym, gym fail nation and stuff. And like you see people's like muscles tear. Do you have like uh triple H's like thigh when his quad, his quad, quad like yeah? So I was thinking of that and I'm like, fuck, is is that what happened to me? I hope it isn't. But I was able to move it and I do feel like it, it hurts, but no, no, I'm not well, we'll you're like is that what happened to me? You're rubbing your shoulder like, is it my quad? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's crazy though is that I, I've never fully torn like a muscle off. Luckily, thank God, like from you know, because that is because my my dad did that. My dad tore his bicep, bicep, and it's it rolled up, and he never got it fixed. So he still his bicep is fucked up, and all he does is like use his other side or kind of uh, compensate, but. The two times that I fucked myself up. No one they never jerks it. One was when Yak Attack put uh two bars on one side or two plates on oh, one yeah. side and three on the other side. And I was d- doing decline and that one when I went to push and one side fucking power fist and the other side didn't go. 
And that fucked me up for a long time. Wait, talk about decline. And then in handball, I remember we were playing one day and I, dude, I fucking went back with my arm. This is when I was probably in junior high school. I went back with my arm and I went to swing with everything and I missed. And I heard the fucking like the tendon or feet like it, it, it hurt in my shoulder blade. And, Damn. Oh my God. My shoulder's never been the same. That's why I can't wipe on my right. Never. It's never been the same since then. And Dude, I, that's that's the worst. I still continue to play handball like a schmuck, which Fetrider, what's the first thing I told you? Because I made that mistake. I was like, yo, don't do the fucking like eh, I'm good. I still because I fucked myself up so many times with that where my dad would be like, nah, you're good. Don't worry about it. And I would just go and fucking train it. It no, and, and, no, and we didn't, and we didn't know about insurance back in the day like that. Like we, we got jobs, we have health insurance. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. these different too, though, because now you understand that if you go back, fuck it up more, that changes your longevity, like for retirement and all that shit. Like that changes. It's more oh, important it. now than it was then. Not, yeah. not, not just that, but you got nothing to prove right now. If he goes back to to get to giving out BJJs. Um, stupid. Like I, and he, I would, yeah, I would he, actually look he, at him the other way. I'd be like, "Dude, what are you doing? You're gonna fuck yourself even more, and you you want to be able where you can't even lift your arm." <laughs> no, yeah, no. But I, I do gonna remember. Have to, gonna have to use his mouth more. <laughs> no, but it is an ego thing. It, it definitely is an ego thing. I mean, you get to you you get to a certain point. I think it's when you hit like forty, late twenties. No, <laughs> I would say late twenties. 30s the 30 hum. yeah like you're like all right i'm paying all this insurance for for what for bupkis i gotta get like, hit by a car or something i'm paying something. yeah like exactly like dude you're i gotta go to the doctor number one i mean not necessarily for checkups or whatever but at least to get it checked out i know and you know what it is too when you know too much so i remember we we all went been to the gym and, and like uh the core gym and uh Corsic gym or whatever. And when we used to do that, I remember there were certain exercises that we would do, like especially the upright rows. I hated those exercises and they always fucked up my wrist. And I never got it checked. I never got it fixed. I just kind of like stopped doing that, but continue with the workout routine. And to this day, if if I try to do a an upright row, it, it fucking hurts. Like I never got it fixed. And it's probably one of those things where in order for you to fix it, you gotta like damage it again. You know what or I mean? To like reset a, it. A lot a lot or, of times or surgery or something. Yeah. Definitely it could be or could a you, break it to fix it situation. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the stuff, the one thing that one of my biggest regrets when training, especially training heavy, was a lot of the focus was just on the weight. And yeah. there's a lot of times when like upright rows probably hurt you because when you first started doing it, your hand position was wrong. Yeah. Your hand position probably. and your angle of where you were standing, how you were leaning, like all of that comes into play and the weight comes into play. So you could fuck yourself up with so many different ways because my dad, it's an ego thing too. He lifted so much weight in the past. But then when he hurt his his arm, he was just like, okay, I just won't do bench pressing. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, you still, you know, eventually it was like, you got to train chest more. And I remember he was, oh, let's go put on a plate. And I was like, yo, your arm is fucked up. Why don't you start with the bar? No, 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 no. I've benched fucking 500 pounds. I'm like, yo, it doesn't matter what you did before. 
you have to retrain that arm again. Just because one cycle lifted doesn't mean the other cycle lifted. And we got into like a big back and forth. And then eventually we just went back to the machines. We didn't train freeway chest. But it, it definitely was a pride thing of what you used to be able to do. Even for me, I I trained my mind of lifting so heavy. Granted, I could still fucking lift heavy. Like I brought the boiler down the or the water heater with the guy. And I was on the bottom lifting that shit. The the hater could tell you, like, without even hating, I fucking brought that shit down. You know, I could still lift. But when it comes to certain things, like, I could probably I could probably still squat crazy, but I, I, it would be struggle to do a push-up. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and if you did, you would, you would, uh, you would crinkle out your back. As soon as you lift, like, and it would just be lifting like... Lifting doesn't hurt my back. It's actually the, the pressure of walking where your spine compresses. That's why I can, like, I can squat and I my mobility is not affected to bend down. But once the nerve gets compressed, like a fucking, like Pringles, they stack on each other. That's what my spine does. And then I can't, my legs will give out and, I, like, it's walking hurts me more than anything else. Mm. You know, but it's definitely an ego trip the older you get and, and stuff you thought you, you know, I could dunk or I could hit a baseball, I could run. That's I mean, when people a, really start getting injuries because you like I remember they they make fun of Rosenberg on High ninety seven because in a I think it was a charity event he hurt his knee in softball running and then he did another charity event and like hurt his shoulder in ba- in in, uh, in basketball you know like they so they make fun of him that he's always getting hurt doing charity events but it's because well not just that but you also. Preparing. You don't do those things as much or at all. So when you think you step in to do them, it kind of fucks you up. But at least I know. Though. I that's what I'm saying. Uh, at least I know I can still bust that ass in Goldeneye. Yeah, but no, but even even now, you probably is this still accurate? Like, have you practiced? Are you gonna hurt your thumb? I mean, put your money where your mouth is. I'll I'll still put cash money down. I'll beat your ass in Goldeneye and Street Fighter Two Turbo. I'll put cash How much every man? other game. <laughs> That's the only two games I got. <laughs> if you said Halo, I'm like, I'll tuck my sack back. I'm like, no, daddy, I can't. Halo, can. Call of Duty, no. like any shooters, like that I'll put money down. But I won't put any money down on fighting. You, you, you know what's funny? Freaking, so I get injured, right? I get home, and my wife is just pissed off at me. And I'm over here like, damn. I'm hurt. Like, I, yeah, I'm hurt and I'm getting in, in, in trouble. Like, she's uh, upset at me because the first thing I, I do as I go in through the door, I'm like, well, babe, I did. The first thing you told me not to do is the thing I did. And um, granted, she was busy with the baby. Um, and so she came down and the baby was crying. She was a little hysterical because she got, they had to leave her alone for a little bit. And then she comes to me, doesn't even ask me, oh, what happened? Like, I'm like, shit, like, I'm injured here and you're over here, like, ignoring me. And so I was like, <laughs> you, you got to kiss my boo-boo. <laughs> no, but something like, dude, it's like, oh, and then after that in my head, I, yeah, after that in my head, I'm like, you ain't good for me when I'm, when I'm injured or sick or something. Get out of here. Like, that's I, why I you got to be like the traditional man. You walk in, what's wrong? You go to your mother. No, nah, nice. you go to your mother. Your, no. your mother, your mother will oh. always take care of you. We're like, oh, my baby. Well, I don't think you're going to go to a couple states down just to see your mom kiss you. I might as well. Yeah, I would get, I would get treated well. No, no, but it was uh, yeah. After like that night, like she she made it. No, no, like yeah, like she tried to make an effort, but I was already done with it. I was like, eh, I'm good, whatever. 
Man, I'll take that Samuel just gets mad when I when I when I tell her like, yo, this hurts, but I'm gonna go train anyway. Like then she's like, All right, now you're fucking doing it to yourself. But she'll still so like if I walk through the door, immediately she would like ibuprofen, ice packs, or heating pad or like whatever. Like she's she's the one that'll be mad at you, but still take care of you and help you. No, nah, I don't want that. Like that that just for for that don't do anything for me. Well, no, she's she's gonna be annoyed that you didn't listen. Like if I say, "Yo, bench press hurts." Today I went to go bench press and it hurt, and I hurt myself. She's gonna be like, "Yo, why the fuck you? Here's an ice pack, you idiot! <laughs> like, why are you doing that?" That's not what I'm looking for in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's different for me. I she's she's a lot more nurturing than I get anywhere else, so I'll take it. But your your missus, I don't she. She doesn't seem like the nurturing type. She seems like the stop being a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, not with me. She's like, yo, no, nah, you good. And then we spoke. It's funny because the, the following morning we spoke <laughs> about it and we had a big conversation. And I told her, I was like, look, you're just not good. When it comes to me and me getting hurt, like, you're just not good. Like, you're not good at this. Uh, to, you can't handle the situation. Just call me. And I got you. I'll, I'll be like, I, I know. I should have. That's why I called you up. And I told you. And then... um. And she was like, yeah, like she explained the situation and, and stuff like that. And I said, it's a good thing we didn't have this conversation last night because I would have been pissed. Like, not only would I have been hurt, but I would have been pissed by that conversation. Like yesterday, I was just looking for nurturing. I wasn't looking to, oh, let's sit down and talk about our feelings. No, I don't want that shit. Like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's just, it's funny because it's so different. Like, like as guys, and I think as men, you know, usually you're, you're so just like you're immune to these things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I don't expect anybody to take care of me when I'm sick. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I fly fucking solo. But like you guys have a missus. Like his missus will like bring him soup or you know take care of him. He got a fever. You know, do things. You know, and that's what you what what you should do for yours, of course, back and forth. But like a like the basic guy would just come in and just you know like if you didn't come in like shot it's not a big it's not like a BFD be like oh I hurt my arm alright but this baby needs to get changed and you know what I mean it's just like well, it's, it's 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 like you know is it not a big deal because we're guys and we're just expected to kind of suck it up or was your injury just not enough or maybe you just caught her at a bad particular moment no it you know it could have been that I caught her at a bad particular moment but at the same time and and yeah you're right guys. Most of the time, guys will come in and not make and not complain about what they're going through because that's just the way we're we're wired, right? That's the way we were brought up. Like you don't talk about your shit if you say it hurts. Exactly. But when something does hurt or when something is obvious, then that's when it's like, oh shit, this is something serious. Like the like for me when I came in and like if I explained to you like you should the way I was thinking like oh shit this could be a tear this could be surgery this could yeah, be something think else about it logically but also like damn are you okay because that's the first thing I think yeah of. It, the way I look at it is if someone reaches out you know in your circle misses whatever it is if if I if I hurt my finger and I don't message you that means. It really wasn't that bad. I'm good. But if I'm like, yo, I, f- I think I fucked up my finger. I think I fucked up my wrist. Then it's like, shit, you know, he, he needs to talk to somebody. He needs to, like, he's just giving you an update, but also might need some help. Like, yeah. hey, you, you've you called me and I've went down there to help yeah, you, whatever I- the hell. Because that means you called. That means, like, okay, it's serious. Or I'm worried it's going to be serious. Or even 
yo, can you just come chill just in case it gets serious? But if you walk through the door and you're like, yo, I, I fucked up this or this hurt or whatever, and they're just like, you'd be all right. If you did, if it was reversed, bro. When 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 he walked in and she came down with the baby, he was like, "I'm hurt," and she's supposed to take the baby and like chuck her <laughs> to the side. No, not chuck her, but but uh, a simple <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" Sure, like, are you okay? Like, what do you need? How can I help you? That's that's what I'm looking for. I get it, but it's just it, I don't know. I mean, some maybe just like I said, I think it might just could have been particularly bad particular spot or whatever or like if it doesn't seem very serious like your internal injuries like if you like if you walked in with like a back injury where you like couldn't stand up straight maybe it didn't seem severe it what it is though. it shouldn't it shouldn't matter what it is it should matter that your first instinct is are you okay like what can i do to help you because if the roles were reversed Miss Fatboy probably would have got mad if I said I didn't love her if we were worms. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's <laughs> fucking stupid. So if I if if she walked in the door and she was sick or hurting or whatever it was, and I didn't like, yo, you okay? What can I do? Blah blah blah. Like, she'd be fucking pissed too. Yeah, well, I, I, and, and she would have a right to, in my opinion. I'm just saying, don't be a bitch. Unless it was something. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is if the other party thought that the injury wasn't serious or was stupid. Like, if if she came in and was like. You know, fuck, I got an upset stomach. Like, I'm not going to fucking jump out of my seat and leave work and be like, oh, my God, let me fucking take here's some Pepto. urgent care. I might be like, here's some Pepto, but I'm not going to well, fucking. I, I would also knees. I would also suggest what quantifies as stupid, because in a sense of like, regardless, like even if he got hurt doing, uh, you know, um, giving out BJs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the double BJ. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not necessarily stupid because something you know you're doing it for like your health, you know, for your fitness level. Or what if what if he was driving and like you know he stomped the brakes and caught like his own he whiplash himself? Like is that stupid? Like he was trying to stop from hitting a kid? Is that stupid? And I mean you know like they shouldn't necessarily it shouldn't there shouldn't be a quantifiable like hey this this is a good excuse for being hurt or this is a bad excuse for being hurt unless you were like. Hey, I'm going to go jump off a fucking cliff. Well, there's a thing about (laughs) to to what the fence rider was saying before about like how society views guys. And and that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult to get a guy to talk about mental health issues, physical issues, anything. Because if you if you went on your Facebook and was like, yo, this is going down. You might not get a response. You might get people being like, "Oh, stop being a bitch." Like, what are you mad about? What are you depressed about? What are you like? You, the, th- there's a theory that you should never cry or never be hurt in front of your woman. There's a theory because women will look at you less than. Yeah, right. I I don't believe in that, but that is how some men think. Our dad never fucking cried. I think it depends on I think the I, woman. I think, I think I've only seen that dude cry like Twice, three, times? three times, maybe. Maybe four tops. One where there might have been a fucking dog. And those are deaths. Um, like, not even, you know, yo, <laughs> I can't take life right now. I'm going to just fucking release cry. No, like, none of that shit. It was always... If the last time when, when I lost my job and I was fucking depressed and, and going down a spiral, I told him, he was like, what are you fucking depressed about? Like, literally just like it was nothing. Like, why are you being a bitch type shit? I've, I've heard that before. What do you got to be depressed about? What do you got to be upset about? It's like, bro... <laughs> Who people can't necessarily saunter through life, but what what's bothering you? Tell me, I'm listening. Go ahead. And the people at home, go ahead. Who me? Yeah. I mean, you how how many hours you got? <laughs> like, yeah. I, 
it's just it, there's a lot going with everyone mentally. It's just if you don't if you don't check in or show interest or or it's also up to that person too to to reach to, out to for, for you know to tell yeah. people. But if you come in and you're like, "Yo, I fucked this up" or "I got injured," like his is an injury. That's not like an upset stomach. That's a I could have fucking pulled my pectoral muscle off my shit. And I might not be able. I might need surgery. It might be really serious. So like, that's important. That's something yeah. that you should get some some kisses and nurturing and and let's figure out what's the next move. Type yeah. deal. And and not to make it sound all bad. Like after we had that conversation, it, the mood definitely changed. Um, but but going just to this touch is, base on what this the, is a safe space <laughs> and to touch base on what the fanboy was saying yeah that's why a lot of um uh, a lot of suicide is attributed a, a lot of male suicide is attributed to that where they just don't have a they don't feel like they have a, a place to vent to because you have all these issues things are going through your head but you got to stay strong for your for your significant other or whatever the case is or you know you just don't think about bringing it up because you're like oh this is something small but what happens all those small things begin to add up a spiral and then all of a sudden yeah like anger guys snap really quickly or not quickly but you snap when the time comes that you're you know you're you're a pot you're a teapot yeah once that shit once you start fucking screaming that's when somebody's gonna shut you off or, or or fix it. But because for me, I don't like me and Miss Fanboy don't fight like that. We don't fight at all. We don't yell. We don't scream. I I don't want to be how I grew up. I, I never wanted to be that way. But there's times when you let shit fester, and then one little thing turns into fucking a a, a brawl. <laughs> but it it just stems from growing up where. You grow up, you tell your dad or you tell someone like, hey, I don't feel I feel this way or emotionally. I'm it's mostly emotional stuff. And if you say that, yeah. would you say it's emotional that are going to be emotional damage that not many people are going to feel bad for you or or try to help you. And it's also they don't want to admit, fuck, they going through that shit, too. But that shows weakness. Yeah, it, it, it takes a lot. It, it definitely takes a lot, at least for me, because I was a very quiet person. And I could honestly say that there was a point in my life where no one knew everything. I I kind of compartmentalized stuff. And like, you would know something, another person would know something, uh, and, and so on and so forth. So like, for people to get like the whole story of me, everyone needs to get together. Um, and have like a little powwow or something. But um, We did that all the time about you. It, this, yeah, but you probably, guys probably didn't put the puzzles together. <laughs> I was hurting. And and then um no no I'm just joking I, I wasn't hurting back in the day or even now I'm I'm good um but yeah you would you would be seen weak especially I mean we grew up in the nineties fellas like let's be honest you it was a lot easier to call you a bitch and like yo stop whining and stop crying about shit in a joking way especially especially if you didn't have that ability to have that one on one with someone right. Like me and the me and the fanboy always said we we were best friends for a while. We've been best friends for a while, so we have that relationship. Like we can open up to each other. But if you didn't have that one person where you could do that, if he was a like if him and I would just constantly joke back and forth, and we weren't 
close enough to like let like let our emotions out dude you i would never think of going to him and and talking about real shit and vice versa like because yeah, I mean, we would we would just joke about it i've talked to a lot of people and, and been that release valve for a lot of people but it like there's certain people that they could actually be real release shit and you could be like yeah but don't be a little bitch about it joking and they'll understand they'll laugh and then we'll go back to talking serious but yeah if you if you're just like dumping someone out if they're trying to be serious that's them testing the water and they didn't like what they saw and they just clam back up but it's it's a very difficult situation when you're going through a lot of shit no one knows you're going through shit but i would say that also stems from the person that's going through something if you're not trying to open up at all with anyone then no one can help you. No one knows how to help you. And th that's one of the things that I did where I was just like, fuck, I, I was angry at everyone, angry at the world and like going down a fucking spiral. And then I'm like, wait, how I started seeing our dad when we were kids and he would say, you know, um, come, come help me paint the yard. And people would be like, yeah, yeah, just call me when, when you're going to do it. And then he would be painting the yard by himself. And like, why are you mad? And he's like, oh, nobody fucking came to help me. Oh, did you call them to tell you? Tell them? Oh, they know what time I do it. They know what when I paint. And it's like, no, they don't. And you have to reach out to people. And I use that analogy in my own life where I was like, fuck, I can't be mad at someone for not knowing I need help or yeah. need a, a, a talking to or a conversation or, or really whatever it is. I can't be mad at them if I don't know. If they, let's be honest. Yeah, and let's be honest, not everyone has the capacity to be that soundboard for someone. Because there's just some people that just they don't have that that they're emotional, emotional they're emotionally vacant. Yeah, to, to be able to have a conversation with you. Because some people just think logically. Or they act and, like they act Yeah, or, yeah, or they act emotionally vacant, but <laughs> if they're not it, like I know, I know some some of our friends. Like they're just very logical. So for them, it'll be like, "Well, this is your problem. Just go do this." And but sometimes it that may be the solution, but you're not looking for a solution, so to speak. You're just trying to vent. Emotions, and, emotions don't always dictate. Logic can't dictate emotions because they're the opposite. You, you gotta yeah, understand when you. If I go to you with a problem, like, "Hey, I'm having anxiety about X, Y, and Z," I know it's stupid. But I'm still saying it because that's what's bothering me, which is what keeps me up at night most of the time. Dumb shit. And if I came to you and was like, yo, this is what's bothering me, you are like, but that's dumb. That's not logical. That's not helping the situation. All you're doing is making that person clam up. You have to listen to what they're saying. Then you try to go into like, okay, but what would you do with this? Or like you start asking questions and you let them come to the conclusion that it's not logical. And that's when you you make progress. But if you shut it down immediately, like yo, that's dumb. Like that you can that'll never happen. That's not logical. What, like what? Like because that's what my old boss used to do to me. He would ask me like, "Why are you so stressed out?" And I'd be like, "Yo, what if this happens? What if this happens?" And it was like, "But who told you that's gonna happen?" I'm like, "It doesn't matter. I'm I'm seeing stuff and I'm I'm making my own determination, which is not a good idea sometimes, but." He would be like, "Oh, but that's dumb." Like, and it's like, "Yo, that's not, that's not helping the situation. <laughs> that's not what I'm looking for, bro." Yeah, like you're looking for a soundboard to tell you, you you want honesty, but you also sometimes don't want a response at all. 
You just need to say what you got to say. Yeah, you say what's in yeah. your, say what's in your swanch, and that's it. Yeah. Some sometimes it's you like if you're if you're one of those people that listens to other people's problems. There's times where I talk to like a coworker, and they'll be going to town on somebody in their life or whatever. And it's yo, I'm just there to listen. Like I'm not gonna unless you ask me for feedback or unless you ask me for an opinion, not an opinion, uh, like a solution. I'm just gonna listen. Let you go ham. Go to town. Yeah. I don't and, and you know, uh, <laughs> and you know that's a that's a thing that that's another thing that that men in in general have an issue with. Um, we are we tend to be problem solvers. So when people come to us with issues, we tend to like try to just throw solutions out there. And it took me a while um, from like listening to different podcasts, reading and stuff like on relationships and shit. And like sometimes they just like don't if they're not asking you for a solution, just don't don't give one. Just sometimes that makes just, it worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then they get mad at you because if you're like, well. Barbara does have a point. I mean, if you think about it like that. You do look fat. <laughs> Lord, who's Barbara? And then she's like, who's Barbara? Are you sleeping with Barbara? <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. It, it depends on who the person is and what you are to them. Because there, I might be a, a fixer for one person, but just a soundboard for another person. Yeah. So it all depends on who it is. You know, I I do make that same mistake sometimes where I'm just like, hey, you know, but this is a fix for it. Like here, like fix this. And as genuine as that sounds or is coming from the heart of a fix, the other person hears it as here's how to fix it. Shut up. And that's why the the upset or the breakdown, that's where the breakdown happened. Because that other person's be... like, damn, they just want me to shut up. So they're just telling me how to fix it instead of just listening. I think that can be attributed to the, uh, not the, the shut up and just jam. Uh, yeah, no, I lost, I lost my point. I was, <laughs> I really lost it. It's gone forever. Uh, yeah. It's gone. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm emotionally vacant over here. To... Well, no, I, I think you're, <laughs> you're one of the, people that act emotionally no i'm a big old emotionally vacant i'm a big old clam bake no it's just no like that's that's something that i've learned over my years of talking to a lot of people and like being the therapist no one is above emotion not even fuck. who what you say who you're like i don't care no that is horse shit no one no one can can honestly say to themselves they don't care about anything, or well, their emotions don't matter, or they don't feel. No, Bullshit. not not care about anything, or there's certain topics that you could just not care about. There's definitely certain a few topics, things. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I saying, just like, like, yeah, I don't, I don't give a rat. There's people that act stone cold, like yo, nothing bothers me. I don't care about what people think. I don't care about this. No, motherfucker. Like that's a facade that we put on, so you don't have to deal with the emotion or talk about it. everyone has a facade everyone has a version of themselves that in the dark or at night you're like man i wish i could have been myself bam so it is it is one of those things i've dealt with so many people that are like nah never I'm crazy get the fuck out of here yo like if i'm saying i need help or i'm saying emotionally i'm fucked up or there's days where i'll tell his fanboy like yo i'm not good today mentally like i'm just gonna go lay down like it's literally a, a lay down on my thoughts day Yo, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think, uh, I think as a certain age, I think uh, from a certain time that we tend to be from, <clears throat> I think we can stand to be more uh, progressive. And uh, you know, I, I, I think that 
as opposed to people from earlier generations, uh, you know, people born in like the fifties and sixties, like, you know, yeah, stop being a bitch is the response that I've always gotten. Think, think about when we were kids, you had to be sick to lay on the couch or lay down. <laughs> like naps were terrible. You, if you wanted to like go in your room and lay down, no matter what was happening with you, you couldn't. And, naps were still bad, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, you're taking naps, you're sleeping all day, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If you if your body needs to recharge, I don't care what age you are. If your body just needs to recharge and you just have to sleep all day, yo, if that's gonna help you the next day, then fuck it. This but if it wrong. doesn't, you being lazy. That yo, that that's the shit. Like I remember when I was laid off and I'd be looking for work all day and then my, like, um, once I got, or actually not even laid off when I used to work nights, I would, I would get home at like two in the morning and I would get home at two in the morning and my dad would be like, yo, what? It's, it's eight in the morning. Why are you sleeping? Say, like, motherfucker, I, I literally had dinner at 4 a.m. Like, not like I'm going to sleep. And then I would wake up for work at like 4 p.m. And he's like, oh, but you sleeping all day. And what did you, what did you like? Did you clean? I'm like, bro. I'm literally when you're sleeping, I'm working. When you're fucking working, I'm sleeping. Like, what, what's why is this a problem? But in his eyes, that's just pure laziness. If you yeah, don't get up early in the morning and half fall asleep on the couch because you're exhausted, it, that's being a man. I think, I think what we can define as being a man and what was defined as being a man is is very different. Uh, and even then, like, I don't, I don't think we should or it should be redefined as not what is a man, but what makes a decent person. Because I think by quantifying it as this is what being a man is or this is what being a woman is puts too much of an emphasis on its role where he's the man in the relationship. He has to provide. His wife has to take care of his kid because she's the wife. I think in a sense they should – that needs to undergo a bit of a change where it's like how can I be a decent person as opposed to I'm just like I'm the man. I make the money. I take care of things. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, he, he's expected to protect his wife and family. But if he's got the kid in his hand and somebody walks up to him and pops off and his wife fucking knocks us, knocks the teeth out of that guy, you know what I'm saying? Like that's fine and fucking bad. Damn, bro. Damn, hater, why you why you making this this podcast all sensitive all of a sudden with your fucking thing, bro? Like a bitch. Yeah. Deep down, I'm an emotional I'm an emotional torrent deep down. But on the outside, I'm a big old clam. It's not, a, it's not about what makes me. man. <laughs> Don't talk about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> bury, bury them deep inside until you get a tumor in your brain and die. Wait until the tea kettle off. spills over. Or rip Same. a door off the hinges. I've definitely punched stuff. That that's mm-hmm. that is actually the last big fight I ever had with Miss Fanboy was You punched the couch? Yeah, when I punched the couch. That was like <laughs> six years ago. Not poor was, couch. What's funny is after that. She was like, yo, you dented my side, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to punch my side. I was mad at you. Get the fuck out of here. Did you actively go to the other side of the couch? No, to I was fucking sitting on that smoke. side. Like, I went oh. one of those fence rider notes. Like, you know, when you argue about something, then it turns into something else. And then, like, you, you're you about to walk Why'd away. Why'd you sleep with both you, like, you walk away, and she says something. And then you, you got to sit back, back down and restart. And it was one of those things where it was a specific topic that it was being driven by her parents and she was putting me in a position that I had to go in debt in order to make other people happy. And she kept going like, yo, you have to do this. We have to do this. 
And I was, I fucking lost it because it's just like everyone that's telling you you have to do this, they're not going to pay your fucking debt. They're not going to pay your, I had to pay $900 for a fucking suit to to go to an event that I didn't even want to go to because I had to go to. And, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, I I remember I just punched the couch like four times and I was like, yo, you're not listening. Like, I'm the one that got to deal with the debt. And, that's the only that's the last time I ever lost my temper like that. I don't raise my voice. I don't do any of that because we grew up in a house like that where my dad would give money for the bills. And if the fucking light bill was one hundred and ten dollars and not ninety dollars like it was last month, he's blowing a cork fucking <laughs> champagne popping everywhere. Like it's literally for hours every Friday night. And then so, he kept, and he keeps leaving the fucking lights on all the time now. Fucking oh, now, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I, like I used to hide in my room because of that, and I never wanted any. Like, I've also been in a house where I go to visit our friends, and they arguing, and you just sit in there like a putz while they screaming at each other, like, "Fuck it, I can't wait for you to die," and you just like, "Damn, <laughs> that fuck is happening right now." That that's ironic because that a semi situation like that occurred last night on Discord. Somebody was arguing with their missus, and it was just me and the defender, and we was just like, "I'm scared. What do we do?" Eating, eating popcorn. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do, man. And it's just like uh, you know, arguing like, but I, I don't do that though. Like that's that's why that it seems it seems weird to me to see people that do that because I don't I I choose not to live like that. Like there's plenty of times. I'm pretty sure the fence rider. There's plenty of times where you know something small, you're about to lose your cork, and you reel it in and have a conversation instead. Because if y'all oh, are yeah. at each other, nothing's gonna get solved. You know what you gotta throw at them? I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. That shit. Works. And, I, and I'm gonna go call Bob Raft. Now, Miss Sandboy, you could beat her by like talking fast and going around in a circle because then she forget what she said. <laughs> and then she'd be like, that, then I'm like, but what did you say then? It's like, fuck. <laughs> but that's why you suck dick though. <laughs> yeah, let's say, I mean, okay, hey, that's not really an instinct. Let's, I mean. let's <laughs> the, the next topic though, let's jump into, we have one that we didn't cover. I think it was, I want to say two weeks ago or a week ago. The hater, you. I don't know if you. You might not remember, so we might have to skip it because your memory is dodgy. Shit. Yeah. The you sent a a a, 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 a link to Screen Rant. <laughs> Ten disappointing trilogy endings, like Halloween ends. We talked about this months ago about other movies, but you had some anger about Halloween ends. Uh no, there's a lot of hate for Halloween ends. Yeah, it sucked. Um. Okay, that's mm, look at that feedback. Beautiful. I can work with that. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a Marvel fan right there. Did you watch the, the movie or no? Yeah, no, yeah, I actually okay. watched it, and I watched the previous one. Um, the what I was gonna suggest was that since I didn't watch Halloween in the beginning, the original ones, or you know, I was never a big horror fan. You know, I understand that was like there's a big legacy for. Uh, thank you. I heard that um, there was a, there's a big legacy and there's a big um, a big uh, build up to how they were gonna end it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And I really I really feel like the way that movie ended, uh, I I thought it was a good ending because I thought it was very cathartic and I, I feel like it had more symbolism than anything else. But I think I think the biggest problem is that the ending 
was had to be so big that no matter what it was, like the hardcore fans would have been disappointed. Qu question, question. Um, yes. It's Halloween. I saw, actually, now I think about it, Halloween Ends is the very last one that came. Yeah, Halloween yeah, Ends just, uh, just, it came out uh, last month. And that's, okay, that one that's, I didn't watch. I watched uh, the previous one. The previous one I hated. Like, it was so stupid to me. It dragged. It definitely dragged a little bit. But it wasn't. But, even, I'm sorry, but for me, it wasn't even the dragging part. It was the the characters. Like, oh, let's all let's the town. Let's get together and kill and kill Michael. And then, oh, we killed the wrong Michael. Like, no one's listening. Everyone's on a fucking yeah. rampage over here and shit. And then when they have an opportunity to kill him. Number one is so cliche. Oh, this is for my cousin. This is for my little brother or whatever. Shut the fuck up. Just kill him already. And then what happens? He turns around and, and kills them. It was so stupid. I, I think they fell into a lot of tropes in the previous yeah, movie. But I feel like they did some good self-correcting in this movie. Because what what it is is that I feel like they, they kind of go back to the mysterious roots of like, was Michael? What kind but, of evil like, is he? Was yeah. was he supernatural? Is there something more? Because they definitely they definitely dropped those 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 tidbits out there. Because there's a couple of scenes where you're thinking like, get the, okay, that's there's some there's some other shit going on in here. You well, you said you never. Fan? Well, you said you never really watched all of them, right? There no, was, but, um, but this one this, this one only takes place from the first one to the one that came out like two years ago to this one. So those are technically the only three movies that are linked. Everything else has been expunged. Oh, okay. Because there, the there was one part where uh, – it well, not one part. There was one movie where or, – or a couple movies where there was a guy with um, the cowboy boots. Like demon There was a lot of demonic possession. and Yeah, where they were kind of hinting at that, but they never followed up with it. Now, in this last one – so what happens? Because I, I, now I realize I haven't watched it, but tell, you can spoil it for me. So this one takes place right after the previous movie. Uh, like Jamie Lee Curtis is, 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 is trying to recover. She, she's, she was finally able to let go and say like, hey, it's over. And she's finally able to move on with her life. Her character is moving on. It's hard. Meaning like, her like she's leaving the town and everything? No, no, no. no. She's, she's moving on. She's like writing a memoir about what happened. She's like not drinking. She's not sitting there fucking jerking guns off all afternoon. She doesn't have traps in the house anymore. She's 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 able to move on because she feels like she's 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 made it. But like on the back of her head, she still got that itch. And it's like, yo, this the she's waiting for the other shoe to drop. But mm -hmm. she's able to like progressively go forward and be like, hey, it's over. And but her her granddaughter is struggling to keep up with the reality thing because she's obviously a teenager. She's trying to figure it out. And she's still kind of affected by her because, like, she can kind of see it. Like, oh, you didn't really let this go, but and she and her granddaughter just experienced it last. Um, just went through what movie. she went through because mm -hmm. her parents were killed by Michael in the previous movie. Oh, the um, mother, her mother died. Yeah, yeah. Her, I, mother, I, I, her mother and father both got smoked in the in the previous movie. Her father so, was yeah. in the previous one. I believe he was. I mean, I could be mistaken. Uh, that when I watched the movie, it's been a minute. It's been a little while, but can, can, can I just uh, say something? Like, I think my uh, the way I would have ended it, Jamie Lee Curtis and both and both Michael Myers die. That's the way I would have ended the movie. Well, well, I'll, I'll, we'll skip to the end because there's a lot of drama. There's you know kids doing shit on Halloween. 
people in the town are still against Jamie Lee Curtis because they feel like she had the opportunity to end it, but because she didn't, you know, other things got affected. They're still there. Um, I, I mean, at any given point, apparently in, the, in that previous flick, she could have just like put more bullets into that man than she knew what to do with. Um, you know what I'm saying? So okay. when when it comes to the end, when you get towards the end of the movie, like Jamie Lee Curtis realizes, like, yo, it, it's it's not over. She knows that it's gonna happen again because she can just like, over. yeah, she can just feel it. So she does some. She's they they kind of set you up with a bait and switch, right? Where she and this is where the spoilers come in. She calls the police and she's like, "Yo, I want to report a suicide. Uh, somebody died by gunshot." And she goes in a safe and she's pulling out a gun and she's getting ready and she's like putting her effects away. And she and you think like, "Oh, she's like fuck it, she's gonna end it all." And lo and behold, fucking Michael Myers shows up and she was fucking ready. And she she knew that she was gonna do it. And at this point, at this point in the movie, they start fighting, and she's willing to kill herself along with him. She's willing to take them both out to end the fucking to end it because she's tired of it, so she could uh, put it to rest. So they have a pretty epic battle, and and you know Michael, he's just in like top form. He's they gave you the good scares, you know the the shadow. They they definitely kept him out of frame a lot of the movie. You know, they 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 always had him lurking in the shadows. So they did good. The final battle is them on like they're in the kitchen and like with a classic butcher knife style where like she's fucking like stakes this motherfucker to a table and she like pins his leg down with a fucking fridge and he's still like trying with like one hand, he's still like just trying to like claw at her and like and then like this dude's hand is staked to the table and he rips his hand right up out of the knife and grabs her. And he's going for the for the fucking finisher, and the granddaughter shows up, um, which is not an ex machina all the way, because she was already on her way back in theory. But regardless, okay. Um, and she, they finally, um, she stabs him down. Is it Jason's and, daughter? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Jamie Lee Curtis finally delivers the the final blow. She takes the the classic knife and she cuts his fucking throat. She slices his fucking wrists, and I think she plunged that bitch into his chest. Which I so I didn't see the movie. I definitely want to watch them. Like I, it's one of those things. Um, French Rider. Like I've never was into horrors besides like Saw. But mm-hmm. when you told me about uh, it, and you were like, "Yo, this is a, a damn good movie. You should check it out." And after I watched those two, I was like, "Oh, you know what? Let me try Freddy, uh, like Nightmare on Elm Street." And I started watching more and more of them. So I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I, I want to watch the Michael Myers stuff." But I appreciate that kind of ending more than anything because in reality they could have stabbed them, cut away, and then it's like up in the air if he's got like they wanted to make sure, yo, this motherfucker is dead. Well, it it, it doesn't end there, right? Because at this point, yeah. dead? No, he's no, he's fucking, he's fucked, he's fucked, he's after the A. But when she called the cops about the suicide, I don't know if you heard that part. Prior no, to no. the final battle, she called the cops and said there was a suicide. Mm-hmm. And you, she makes you think she's gonna kill herself. Yeah, you said that. Okay, so, uh, I don't know if you had heard me. Um, so the cops show up, and not, and then the the cops show up. The fucking town shows up, and it's it's the regular like classic. Yo, they want to take him, and they're gonna like burn the fucking. They want to burn the body. So what she does is she takes his body, and she throws it on the hood of the car, and they fucking uh, tie herself? him up. No, they're, they're helping oh, her. I was about to say, come on, <laughs> be realistic. So they're they're like tying up the body. 
And then they're telling the somebody's telling the cops like, "Yo, you can't do this. This is not the way this is gonna go." And the cops like, "Now, nah, fuck this. We're gonna end this." And they do like a, a a funeral procession, and the whole town is there, and they're like driving to this like junkyard, and there's people walking in the streets, and it's it's that's where I think this is a very good scene because it's very quiet. It's dragged out. You don't hear the people. Question though, hear, sorry, uh-huh. I know you're talking about the funeral procession, but the so since excuse the ignorance of the movie, like I know who he is, and I know he fucking killed her like tried to kill her but did he fuck with the whole town like he killed people in that town like a lot of them like in it you know he fucked with the kids like that's it like he not many he didn't he killed people but he didn't like he had a core group that he was trying to fuck with same thing with freddie freddie was picking no. on the one bitch not in the no in no he, no, he, he so killed much. whoever got in the way Okay, so, like the, he so killed, the town he killed, would have a, a vendetta against him as well. Oh no, yeah, yeah, in, in, yeah. In the movies, okay. in the first movie, he killed a whole bunch of people, and in the second movie, he kills a few people. This movie, he didn't kill as many people because where the supernatural element came in, there was a guy that there was a, a teenager. She meets him early in the movie, and what happens is, um, he's like a loner. He he accidentally killed a kid, like he was he was babysitting. And the kid like locked him in a room, so he bangs through the door, and then the kid gets knocked off like the banister, and it's a complete accident, and it fucked up his life, and the keys fucked up in the head, and then where the supernatural aspect comes in is like he meets Michael Myers, and like they have like the fucking staring contest, and like this dude kind of becomes Michael Myers, he takes his mask like a copycat. No, but more than that, because he he it's more like passing him. passing he, down the torch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and then like Michael Myers kind of shows up at the end. And he's just not having none of that. So the uh, original he, Michael Myers, the original Michael Myers is dead. Yeah, she kills him in the end because the, the guy end the, of this one. But what happened to yeah. the second, the other Michael Myers? He uh, uh, Michael Myers killed him. Okay, okay. He he showed up because he was going to kill Laurie because that dude was dating her granddaughter. And she didn't want it because she knew that he was bad news. Um, so she, she, uh, Michael Myers, fucking plunged the shit into his chest. But in the end, they're doing this funeral process- procession, and it's quiet because you can see, like, you hear like, the inside of the car, but you don't hear the people. And then they get to the junkyard, and you know those machines that they grind things up that they have the teeth that go into each other that you can throw anything in it'll grind it up. They kept showing it early in the movie, and <clears throat> they pulled the car up. And they cut the ropes, and they're passing his body through the people to the machine, and then they chuck him in, like literally chuck his fucking body into that machine. But it's it's very quiet, and there's no, there's not a lot of talking. It's very um, reverent, and they just like lob his body into the machine, and then they just kind of finally, it's like, all right, now it's fucking over because they grinded that motherfucker up, which which and they, is, and they put him good. in the baloney supply. I thought it, I liked the way it came out because, like I said, it's very—it seems like a very cathartic ending. But I can understand why huge fans wouldn't want it, and the fact of like, I don't think—I think, like I said, I don't think there's any way to satisfy the hardcore fans. But what do you think they on. wanted? You think they just wanted like another movie? I mean, it or had to stop. If, it, like you never had, know if he's a, if he's dead. Like the the she stabs him, but they don't show what happens with the body type deal. I mean, the way they made it seem like this one kind of brings back a supernatural element because he was able to kind of pass the evil on, quote unquote, to the other guy. So, like, could that have, like, manifested somewhere else or something? Because in reality, there's no way Michael Myers is alive. Um, Even in the movie, like, 
he's like in a fucking hiding out in a sewer tunnel since like the last movie. And they don't never show you this guy eat, sleep, drink, shower, and nothing. They well, even show you his demon? face. No, they don't. They, it doesn't. It oh. never outright tells you that he's he's that, but they lead you to believe that there's something supernatural going on. But it's never like he's. You never see like dark forces or dark energy around this guy. None of that. It's just kind of like, how the fuck did he do that? Like, how did he pass on this thing to this next guy? Like, he he looked him in the eye, and now this next guy is like fucking crazy. Just like you know, but so, so now uh, just to just to round out, it's over. That yeah, motherfucker, dead. He ground so up like dead. he <laughs> didn't pass on his evil juju to anyone. So no. there, there should not be another one. No, there should not be another one at all. They, so, which I think is fine because it, these movies, honestly, the the problem with all these movies is that they dragged on too much, especially the Michael Myers one. I'm sorry, people love them, but they they've become stupid in a way. Eventually, yeah, they get they get stupid because different directors take them in a crazy different you know route. Yeah, and then you also just have you have the the characters that they create. They're just dumb. Like I remember the previous one where it was a Halloween. Well, they all take place on Halloween, but they were like in this bar, and they're like, "Oh, let's all get together and and kill this guy who we think is Mike." It's like, yo, get the fuck out of here! Like, I think I think it's stupid. I think it were, it depends on the character and like the amount of times that you can kind of pull it off because like I think a Freddy Krueger kind of character who's who's in the dreams I think that's good storytelling because you can kind of warp that to be anything and you can make yeah. that type of movie anything you want it to be but where like uh, Jason from Friday the 13th he got resurrected by electricity like three fucking times like by a lightning bolt, no shit. Like at least three fucking times. Also, like poltergeist. Poltergeist <laughs> can be any like possession, yeah. whatever. But it, but then they they overdo some of those too. I think. Well, even look at Saw. Like Saw, Saw made ten movies. Six, ten. Yeah, oh, ten six movies. Seven. I think it was like ten, and then they made a spinoff Saw with with Chris Rock, where he Did played a serious on? role. Yeah, he was a detective, no? Yeah, it was. Um, it was like spinal something. Like it was, it was a spinoff. But now they want to bring back Tobin Bell to do another Saw. Granted, Saw that, the reboot. <laughs> that that kind of movie, it's really just about gore and how fucked up this guy's mind is. You know, I so I I, I love seeing the engineering on all these crazy shit. But but, but it's a but one thing to to just touch on that I think is important is is what you're saying is is the like you're using words like engineering and it's it's important because the the whole basis of those movies is not just the gore i, I think that's where they've come to but you have you the curious thing is well how'd you get from point a to point b because there's always time lapses things going on at the same time like that's the difference well the whole movie goes on at the same time where the cops are they're showing the torture and then when they show the cops it already happened so exactly. it, it fucks with your brain. It gives you a lot of twists and turns, and then it gives you gore and it gives you crazy engineering apparatus things that they make. But what my the point I was gonna say, uh, Fentrado, it's like I the older I get, the more I appreciate a saga that ends. Yeah, like a beginning, middle, and end. Because we've seen it time and time again where there's so many movies that you didn't need to make, you know, and. Fast and like, Furious? Yo, let's keep... Well, well, Fast and the Furious... The reason why Fast and Furious keeps going is because it's making a billion dollars every fucking movie. 
They would no, be yeah, stupid sure, not but, to yeah. make another one. But like as a story as a whole, I don't see anyone going, I want to watch Fast and the Furious one to ten. Because it doesn't it doesn't fit well. If you watch those three Michael movies, you can get some satisfaction. If you watch the Saw movies, when you get to the end and it closes the book, you're like, wow, like holy shit. You know, yeah. and I and I think that's what separates yo, you come you, you make it too many of these motherfuckers to can I watch it end to end and it fits like John Wick. John Wick, we talked about it last week, like hoping they don't get to that point of of idiocracy and fucking that's fast and the furious and all that shit. But there's plenty of movies that it's like, all right, one, two, three, okay, and you do a prequel, cool, but leave these three alone. <laughs> You know, so it's 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 like you know, uh, like the Matrix. Did the Matrix really need a fourth one? No. No. Was it what? Did I enjoy it? Yeah, because more nostalgia than anything, and and anything with Keanu Reeves fucking kicking ass, I'm I'm there for. But did they need it? No. You know, what? did how how many middle movies in the in the Marvel saga of the ten years? How many of those could have you just eliminated? Thor two, Captain America two, Iron Man two. You didn't need all. Of <laughs> well, I, I mean, for me, it's a little different. No, but, but what I'm saying is whether whether they were good or you liked them or not, you didn't need them. You could have easily put. Th- there's some of the movies that had a detail that connected them that you could have put in a different movie. Like mm. you didn't need to make, you know, three or four Iron Mans, three or four Captain Americas, five event. Like you didn't need to. Is what I'm saying. Granted. Did they work? Did they go end to end? Yeah, you can watch them in in an order, and they all make sense. So that is good storytelling. But when you get to the movies that you got seven different directors, and Jason is in space, and this motherfucker is fighting Freddy, and it's like, bro, what are we doing? You know, I, th- I think it, I think it works you on what a I'm lot trying of to good. Say? Like, I'm not trying to shit on Marvel. I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I'm just no. I think it's like storytelling from end to end. It's a where, planning, planning out of yeah, planning it you, out. You can yeah. have 10 movies, but can I watch them one to 10 and it goes the same tone, the same everything. And it goes back to what you were saying about planning and having the right directors. Because if you don't plan that, like if you don't plan to make 20 movies from the beginning and you're just like, oh, let's constantly leave movies open-ended for something else to come out or you ex machina a brother or a sister or or the guy that secretly really didn't didn't die now you're just talking did. about fast and furious because fast and furious took every trope they 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 appropriated every single thing just to continue yeah, the franchise but um, i think yeah. a movie series that does, did that very well is the matrix because the Matrix first movie is a standalone movie that leaves you open to saying, "Hey, this this is our universe. You could build on this." And then they took the second and third movie and linked them together and made them kind of tell the rest of the kind of tell the rest of the story. And then the fourth one is you know comes back as a revisit. So each movie, save for the fourth one, like the first the, the first one and the two and three, can just be viewed as their own kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's I think that's always the helpful tip. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just like each one of those movies, uh, like like all the Jason movies are like disjointed. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's more like an anthology uh, than anything else. Those types of movies where the Halloween one and the last two 
tell that tell that story. I think that that helps that point. That it's better well, to tell the story. Well, also like um, supposedly Matrix and Terminator were already written, right? They're 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 their story that goes together, and um, those movies were based off of of, uh, of books. Mm-hmm. So when you already have that kind of story already done, you can kind of like play it off because there's already a, a beginning, middle, and end. So you could just pick a certain point and say, okay, this is a good point to stop a movie. And we can decide whether or not we want to make a, a second one and a third one based I, on I, what we I have. Think, I, think that, I think that's what makes it good. The first movie can stand alone. If the first, if a movie yeah. can stand alone without ever needing to have sequels, then it, it makes for a, a better movie. I think the there, there's a few a movie that comes to mind of <laughs> did you need a sequel or did you need that many movies and you can feel the tone difference in all of them. There's two movies that come to mind. Rocky, because when you watch one and you watch five, tonally, they feel light years apart. All of them feel different. But what I would say is, did you need that many? Can you watch them in order? Which I think you can. Some of them are... Yeah, like, you can. You can. With, with, after four, it's like, all right, it's getting a little bad. But like, can you watch them in order? But Lethal Weapon is also another one that comes to mind. Because when you watch the tone of one and watch the tone of four, it is fucking comedy, just joke on joke on joke and four. Because now you got Chris Rock and Joe Pesci playing off of each other. And in one, Riggs is a fucking psycho. (laughs) He's breaking his shoulder, going after Joshua. The tone changes in all of them. And the, the same thing with the Matrix. The fourth Matrix felt really different from the other ones. You know, like I'm trying to. Uh, Do you uh, feel like Rocky Five fit? I'm trying to to think, and I feel like it did, and I feel like it brought it back to its roots, where you kind of have Rocky coming back to uh, to his own old Philly neighborhood, going back to the old spots. I, I felt like it did. I what would say five? maybe three. Um, what happens in five? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. I, I was referring to five. Five is when he's broke, when he loses all his money to the IRS because he wasn't paying them. Five. And, that, um, that's when Adrian died. You're, oh, yeah. okay. Five is My Adrian bad. So four, is, four is Tommy Gunn? Four is Tommy Gunn. Three, oh, no, three four is, is the Russian. Five is Tommy Gunn. Six is the Six. one where Adrian dies. Okay. I'm sorry. Three I'm sorry. Is, so is Cubba Lang. Two is, two is uh, Mickey uh, Apollo two. Oh no, two is Apollo two. Apollo. One is Apollo one. Okay, all right. So my bad. So, uh, th- so six, which I think is what you were originally referring to, the yeah, tone yeah, is completely different. Yeah. So yeah, I completely agree with you there. One through five, the story is consistent. If you eliminate and five and six, do you think it's a better franchise? No, because I like the Tommy Gun one. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. it. I don't I'm, hate it. I'm not shitting on it at all. No, no, I know. But what I'm saying is. If you just have one through four, it's good. It's fine. Because four is my favorite one. It's it's fine to me, but I do like five because it's almost like him passing on the reins, and it's it, it's it's cool. This is before his son turns into a dickhead, you know. <laughs> I I think I think the thing is like I don't think he kind of necessarily needs that. Hold on, quick quick thing before you get it, hater, fence rider. There's one thing that I would say: if the son isn't a dick. 
then we never get that fucking juiced up speech from Rocky when he has the red blazer on outside the restaurant. Yeah. We like, never get do, that man? shit. You can do whatever you want. Yo, if, if you fucking, you, if you don't get that, without that speech and, and that juiced up, that movie's garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, the that. only, that's the only part that is worth something in that movie. It's, it's so funny. Uh, what I was going to say is, I think it's better to end in the fourth movie Right, because in the fourth movie he beats the Russians, and I think that's such a high. Like the way that movie is portrayed, like America versus Russia, a high to the cold, high to the cold war. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the way to kind of go, as opposed to like it's it's just me. It's an emotional thing to to the Rocky movies. I just really love them. So he'll never get back to that moment again. You know what I'm saying? He was on the world stage fighting for America. And then him just coming back to being a fucking schmuck fighting some dickweed in the street. Um, French you know Rod, I'm saying? with you. I, I'm, I, I, when I grew up, Rocky was like a staple in our house. Like you wish he was a real person. Yeah. That, that, that's I always how, thought that's he was a real was. person as a kid. But like it was a fucking... My man got his own statue. <laughs> it was a staple in our so house. So I, I know for a fact like what you're feeling because I, I love the Rockies. Especially like four is my favorite just because the way he trained and the way he looked and he fucking shoved it to the Ruskies. But when it comes to like two and three, amazing dramatic films, one, one is actually probably my least favorite because Hmm. one, when I grew up, I always thought two was one. Oh, because you saw two first or used to watch it. We had them either on VHS or every year they came on the channel. I think it was like AMC or one of the old people channels. And they would come on and we would always watch them. But sometimes we wouldn't start at one. So we, I would jump in. I would start watching it. And I'm like, oh, he's fighting Apollo. They must have shown the first one like off screen or something. <laughs> I never they had a whole rivalry part. beyond the movie. I also don't. As as a as a man now with with you know uh, you know trying to build a family and all that stuff, I get one a lot more now. Like the relationship and how he built it with April, I get one. Adrian, Adrian, Adrian yeah, sorry. I I, I literally just saw April or Nia. <laughs> um, I I get it now with Adrian, and I num- when I see six, that kills me because now it actually means something to me, but. I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where we could debate all all day. I don't know if... Isn't that what we do? Well, yeah, we don't debate because I, I agree with a lot of the shit he's yeah. saying. I'm just trying to see it as not as a fan, but as a person that is going, It do you need all six movies? Yeah, no, no, definitely not six. You could probably, you could do it without five, right? But for me, again, this is me just going emotionally. Like, I, I just it. love them. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't want Bell. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, yo, Tommy. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky's the movie that I don't give a fuck who you are. If you don't get juiced up from Rocky, from yo, any of them, you rush yo. <laughs> you know, you you the Rusky over yo, there? Like, yo, like, that shit'll get you juiced the fuck up. Hit me and I'll sue. Boom. <laughs> sue me for what? <laughs> he's all he's he's quoting five, Jim. I know. Okay. I don't know if you remember Rockies like that. No, man. I, I remember some of it. 
where they had the bootleg fucking uh, Don King. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, uh, there you go. <laughs> Thunderland. Yeah, he had... Uh, oh, we were talking about that like a week t- ago. Tommy Gunn had his whores. <laughs> his ugly ass yeah. whores. <laughs> uh, Thunderlips. Yeah, she, she was cute. Oh, was I thought she was not. She was yeah. right uh, What was it? Thunderlips, the most magnificent man or something? Or it was like the no, most the, perfect man? The perfect man. Yeah, something. I, I told you the uh, other day. And I can, yeah, uh, was, we, talk, we were talking about that shit, so... What the fuck was it? Dang. That shit was funny. And Dude, then I hated. Was... Oh man, I hated Mr. T so much when I was a kid. Yo, cause Clubber Lang, the way he put it on him. Oh my. That was God, that was Mr. Dude. T pretending to be somebody else. You know? Oh, the but then again, male, the ultimate male, uh, or the uh, ultimate object of desire. <laughs> <laughs> but also, the thing with Clubber Lang, he fought him. He fought him right after what happened to Mickey. Man, come on. <laughs> But wasn't that Rocky? He was probably so long. Nah, but he put, he the, he so put the beats. Rocky, he so Rocky forgot where he came from. Yeah. And he had to, he had to rise up. And he was back yeah, on the street. Yeah, the reason he lost is because he was fighting bums. Bums. <laughs> uh, it's so good. I, I, now I'm, I want to watch I, I have. Uh, I feel like I'm going to watch him too. I'm, I'm going to check I, Voodoo I, and see if they got the, the collection. Uh, they do. That's how I got it. I think Voodoo. it went up to six. Is it uh, one I didn't through get six? Creed, though. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get Creed, though. Because I, I, I know some of them, they try to dick you where... Like right before a movie comes out, they sell the ones before. Yeah. Because Matrix, they sold one, two, and three right before the Matrix came out. Then the fourth one. And I was like, you motherfucker. Like I didn't buy it. I was like, you motherfucker almost caught me. Cause I'm gonna be pissed if I buy three and then I gotta buy the fucking the other one separate. I think that's what happened to me. I, I forgot what it happened with, but I, I think I got caught like that. Because clerks did it because clerks they only put clerks two and three together. You can't buy one unless it's by itself. They don't bundle it because that's Harvey Weinstein's movie. So like mm. the, the the distribution rights are different. So I had to buy the two pack and then buy the single. It's a good thing I owned Clerks one long before that. Well, I, I mean I own Clerks on uh, DVD. I believe I had it on DVD too. Yeah, I, I have it on DVD, but a lot of the stuff I have on DVD I bought again for vi- for digital. Yeah, like I I just do digital now. Like I yeah, I actually I long time. I actually donated all the DVDs I had. I donated them to the library. I was like, yo, you guys, um, I'm, I don't need them. The even, even even the library. Even all your pornos? Yeah, especially those. There's an adult section. Yeah, chicks with adult teams. Yeah, mm. we're we're proactive. BJJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me let's go into the a quick Florida man. And then, which I think, hey, did you send one? Uh, yeah, I think I sent one earlier, but I can pull one out if you need it. Well, I'm looking because uh, we every week we do our our Florida man headline, and we try to keep them funny because sometimes like they're, they're fucking depressing. Yeah, sometimes they're really depressing. Here, Florida man for November. This is November 9th. so it says Florida man is fined five hundred dollars. Because he told cops his name was Ben Dover. <laughs> he got he got accused of filing a false report and giving false information. He says the case started when officers tried to remove him from the park, but it escalated quickly as he refused their orders and then flashed them. It's all it's blanked out. It doesn't say before running away, but it starts with an M. His microwiener? Yeah, like it literally is it has an M, a oh, bunch a of stars, and then R. Uh, There's like ten stars, and it says before running away. His meat 
When caught, he pleaded no contest to the charges and was ordered by the judge to pay a fine of $500. The judge was like, did you show them your man rod? He's like, yeah. He's like, all right. (laughs) 500 bucks. Next case, bend over. Shit. (laughs) Well, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Buy our sheet. Our sheet. (laughs) Buy our sheet. (laughs) On Teespring. I think we're only on Teespring. Yeah. We also have mugs, Swinter, hoodies, long t-shirts. I'm sweater I'm, weather. Yeah. I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater, and uh, I like that last Halloween movie. I, I thought it was pretty good. And stick as if you're a broke bitch. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take some stickers for the best podcast you've never heard of.